Hello everyone, welcome back to Chibit and Chill, the anime podcast. I'm your host Ryan, welcome back, I hope you've had a great week. Last week's episode was all about the dark trio of shonen of anime and manga and that episode is available on every podcast platform so if you did miss that episode go back, be sure to check it out and follow and subscribe to make sure you don't miss new episodes. I release new episodes about anime and manga topics every single Friday on every podcast platform. Be sure to check them out, be sure to follow, be sure to to subscribe and make sure you don't miss a new episode because I release them every Friday, every single Friday and it's free to subscribe so why not listen to anime and manga content every single Friday? It's like the perfect thing before a weekend. So some bits before we dive into today's episode. So I have a new set of One Piece phone wallpapers over on my Etsy shop. There is a pack for Luffy, Zoro, Sanji and Usopp with each pack having five wallpapers in them for under €2. So it's like under $2 as well. The packs are a digital download and become instantly available after purchase on Etsy and the shop link is down in my show notes. There's four of them. Go check them out. Get your favourite character out of those four. I hope mine's in there. I hope yours are as well. Check them out. They're, they're a great way to add, a great and cheap way, should I say, to add some anime to your phone and just swap it out every so often. You get five in the pack. So go ahead, go check them out. Shop links down below. And lastly, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, check out the Apple exclusive weekly anime among the news podcast series I do as well. So it's called GBP's Exclusive and new episodes release every Sunday. And I discuss the top five news stories for anime and manga for the past week, past seven days, some mini highlights and also a weekly anime and manga recommendation to check out. There's a seven day free trial available to all new subscribers. So it's free to check out for the first episode. Why not dive in and check it out? Anyway, let's dive into today's episode all about sports anime. So today we're going to be diving into the sports anime genre and I, now that I've said that out loud from a little script and little notes, I didn't realise I made a pun there but yep, we're going to be diving into sports anime and the genre in general. So now, I'm not an overly sporty person, I do like to work out and exercise fairly regularly but I don't play or watch sports in general, it just doesn't interest me. However, I will watch sports anime, and that's as close as I really do get, aside from the regular working out. I think sports anime genre is one that doesn't get as much new anime as some of the other genres, or maybe it's maybe it's hard to make a compelling story with sports as the main event, or maybe it's just because it doesn't get as much promotion alongside shounen anime, for example, and it feels like shounen anime is continuously churns out these high-impact, high hype shows such as Demon Slayer, One Piece, that kind of stuff, all the big hitters always seem to be in the shonen genre. But sometimes we do get a special one from the sports anime genre that really hits it out of the park and this season it was Blue Lock. That being said, the genre is filled with anime adaptions and what seems like every single sport that's ever existed has been turned into an anime such as hockey, football or soccer if you're in the USA. 
Volleyball, basketball, bowling and even ping pong have become anime adaptions and become the main kind of theme for that show. And there are some sports anime series that make it big and become some of the biggest anime series we've seen for that season. And some of these include Haikyuu and Blue Lock. Now, Blue Lock was the first sports anime that I actually watched and got me hooked on the series from the get-go. From episode one, I was absolutely hooked. And I didn't actually expect to get hooked on a sports anime. I I originally watched Blue Lock because of the hype, and I kept seeing so much hype around the launch of the series, and I quickly grew to love the characters and the alternative take on teamwork and the drive of the characters. It wasn't kind of what I expected, and it wasn't... I knew nothing of Blue Lock before I started watching the series, before I started watching the anime, and it it compelled me to keep watching it because it's just quite a different take, but I'll, I'll dive into that a little bit later on. But I was also really surprised at how refreshing it was to step into a completely different genre of anime that I'd not watched before, and I think sometimes we can get kind of... St- a rut isn't the right way to kind of say it, but we get too comfortable with watching the same genres, of anime, we we there's so much on servers like Crunchyroll, like the Isekai or Shonen genres. There's so much within those libraries, those genres alone, that it's so easy to not actually step out and take a look at different genres and take a look at what other, what else is there in the anime world? What else are we missing? And Blue Lock was kind of not an eye opener, but it was a refreshing moment for me to take a look at a new series and a new genre that I don't really check out at all. So sports anime today has become one of the biggest and kind of most varied of the anime genres and some of them becoming so popular such as Haikyuu is probably one of the best known sports anime of modern times and even has a range of Funko Pops coming out soon which look very very cute. I'm a massive person that's um, not a massive person. I'm massively into Funko Pops and collectibles and that kind of stuff. So I need to kind of catch up on the Haiku series so that I can justify getting these Funko Pops as well and adding them to my Funko Pop anime collection. But I also, in this episode, I want to dive into the sports anime genre in a little bit more detail and take a look at when did these sports anime genres get started. And after that, I'll go through some anime sports Sports anime recommendations for you to check out if you're looking to dive into the series or dive into the genre overall and what my recommendations would be on a series to check out. So when did sports anime genre get started? So it actually started so much earlier than I would have ever anticipated. So in 1928, the Animal Olympic Games was a 30-minute short film about animals taking part in Olympic Games. So Japan entered the Olympics in 1912. And it didn't win medals until the 1920s. And for the first time in 1928, they won their first gold medals. So this was a huge milestone, not only for Japan, but for the Olympics in general, for the international stages that that these athletes compete on. And it was this milestone that inspired Yasuji Murata to make the anime. So the anime is a black and white film, and it has a similar vibe to old school Disney. So think... Think about Steamboat Mickey and that kind of black and white motion kind of vibe. It has a very similar animation style to that that was popular in the 1920s. The anime shows a load of different animals such as hippos, giraffes, elephants taking part in like high jumps and swims and things like that. They're all the Olympic events essentially at the time. So 
really, really fun. It's a really cute anime and I didn't come across this at all during my first series when that launched the podcast, which was the history of anime. So I didn't actually come across this. So that's very interesting. And it kind of says something about sports anime not being as a bigger genre as some of the others. But due to world events, it wasn't until the 1960s that we saw more sports anime being created. So other anime and manga was still being made, but not the sports genre, which is interesting. But I cover more about the general history of anime in my three-part miniseries I just mentioned on the podcast, The History of Anime. But briefly, between the kind of 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, all the anime that started being used or created was more towards a propaganda kind of style and started to share more messages um, for the military, things like that. It started to be used more as a tool, more than a media of creativity and expressionism. So during the 60s and in the kind of decades and years that followed, sports anime started to have a real moment. So Speed Racer was the next big sports anime to release. And Speed Racer became so popular that it had movies, toys, live action, and even a live play performance. And this series also got international love because one of the first anime to introduce Japanese anime to a worldwide audience, which for an anime and a manga to be super successful, it really needs the international audience to support it and make it become a bestseller. For a manga to become a bestseller, it has to sell over 100 million copies, so they definitely need the worldwide audience to support those numbers. The other one that helped support the genre at the time was Stars of the Giants, which was a baseball anime, and Tomorrow's Joe, which was a fighting anime. Tomorrow's Joe, this is known to have influenced many other mangakas and anime creators, such as the creators of Naruto and Ghost in the Shell. They've all spoke about Tomorrow's Joe and how the characters are so realistic and believable and how it's how that anime kind of inspired them to create their own more relatable and realistic characters, the world building and I think it's interesting and I think it's really nice when we see mangakas and anime creators referencing other works that they love and that they've used as inspiration. It's really nice. And then Attack Up number one, which was a volleyball anime, also helped to introduce more a female perspective and female sports into the anime genre as well. There are other sports anime out there that were made during this time, but these were three that really stood out from the crowd. They gained international acclaim, they had spin-offs, they had movies, they had they introduced different audiences to anime and there are others that came after them as well that continue this kind of thread. So Captain Tsubasa is one of the most famous and popular sports anime all over the world. And it's based on the manga series written by Yochi Takahashi. And the first anime series started in 1983 and finished with the 128th episode in 1986. The football manga has inspired loads of renowned top top football players in the world. Some of them have cited, you know, read this or watched this and inspired their own little journeys. Captain Tsubasa follows an 11-year-old boy named Tsubasa Ozora, who immerses himself deep in playing soccer or football if you're uh, in the UK or Ireland, and has a dream to win the FIFA World Cup, specifically as a member of the Japanese national team. The story proceeds when he meets a talented goalkeeper, Genzo Wakayabashi. I'm so sorry if I butchered that. It's a really complicated second name to say. 
The whole anime series presents the growing up story of Captain Tsubasa and his friends. So it sounds like a really nice coming of age style story that we often see with sports anime. The next most notable anime on the list is Slam Dunk. So Slam Dunk is one of the always said to be one of the best sports manga and anime series of all time focusing on basketball. So the classic manga series was serialized in a weekly shonen jump. We've mentioned multiple times how influential Weekly Shonen Jump magazine is in creating in creating manga and stories and attracting audiences to new creators, new storylines and essentially creating manga and storylines that will eventually become anime series. So it was in Weekly Shonen Jump magazine between 1990 and 1996 and its anime adaption was aired with 101 episodes from 93 to 96. So Slam Dunk follows a delinquent high school boy, Hanamichi Sakuraki. He is introduced into the basketball club in Shohoku High School by the heroine Haruku Akagagi. There's a lot of of names in this, (laughs) and decides to join it. Though he has no experience of playing basketball, but the sports anime depicts his growing up story with a great athletic ability. So in addition to the protagonist, there are a variety of cool characters and his teammates and rivals in other high schools. So again, another coming of age, another rival schools, rival teams. Think about that makes me think of the cheerleading films, Bring It On. I'm sure it's not the same vibe as Bring It On, but that kind of energy, I guess. Rival schools, rival teams. And all these classic and much-loved sports anime helped to pave the way for modern sports anime that we see today, much like Blue Lock. If you're super into looking at more, I don't say archived anime, but more older anime and more, I guess, yeah, archived anime works, do check these out. They're, they're interesting, and I think some of them, I think it's super easy to kind of wave past and not take a look at older anime it's super interesting to look back at where anime started and see where some of the newer anime is influenced from and where some of the if we watch some of the old ones back we might see some kind of similarities between some of the characters or sports anime kind of tropes and story arcs that kind of stuff and you might be able to see some of those character attributes and characteristics reflected in the newer anime i have five anime sports recommendations for you to check out take a look at them i think most of them should be on crunchyroll but do have a search i know there are some other platforms out there where you might be able to find these on as well so the first recommendation does not come as a surprise it's haiku haiku centers on a little volleyball player shoujo hinata who joins a kurashino high school's volleyball club and finds that his rival, Tabayo Kageyama, also joins the same club. They set a goal to win the National High School Volleyball Championship. This has become one of the most popular sports anime of today ever, I think, I believe. It's super popular and like I said, it's got a range of Funko Pops coming out soon. There's, I believe, there may be a movie and there's multiple series. This is definitely on control and it continues to get bigger and bigger with every single season. If you're into soccer anime, there's... Aoyashi, so A-O-A-S-H-I. It's titled after its protagonist, Ashito Aoi, a talented player from a small town who has some anger issues. 
Once he is drafted into a youth team based in Tokyo, a shooter must deal with the fact that he is no longer a big fish in a small pond. Kuroko's basketball is an up-and-coming power player Tago Kayame is just back from America. When he comes back to Sherin High School, he meets his super-ordinary boy Tatsuo Kuroko and Kagayame is shocked to find that Kuroko isn't good at basketball. In fact, he's bad and he's so plain that he's impossible to see. But Kuroko's plainness lets him pass the ball around without the other team noticing him and he's none other than the sixth member of the Miracle Generation. If you're into basketball, this is one of the... It's often cited as one of the best basketball anime, so definitely check this out if you're into basketball. For those who like swimming, there's Free Itawabe's Swim Club. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Competitive swimmer Haruka Nanase adapts to a new conditions in and out of water when he begins college, trains for new swimming competitions, and tries to repair a broken friendship with his middle school buddy, Akyuga Kirishima. That sounds a very kind of not slice of life, but it sounds very soft to watch and it sounds very summary with it all being about swimming and apparently it does give a lot of fan service, so check it out if you want to see some very muscly anime people. And the last one is comes of no shot, I mentioned it multiple times during this episode, is Blue Lock. So Blue Lock is about Japan's desire for World Cup glory and leads the Japanese Football Association to launch a new rigorous training programme to find the national team's next striker. 300 high school players are pitted against each other for the position, but only one will come out on top. Who among them will be the striker to usher in a new era of Japanese soccer? This is the one that's all kind of turns the idea of teamwork and ego on its head, where it focuses more on individual individuality and being the best. So if you're wanting to take a step into sports anime and the genre in general, I think these are the best introductions to the genre and ones that have the highest praise. There are others, there's, the library's quite large on Crunchyroll, so do check out, have a browse and see which ones you'd like to check out more. These are the ones where... A load of blogs have cited these ones at the best and have the best reviews, so check them out and let me know which one you you enjoyed the most. On my list, I'm definitely going to check out Kuroko's Basketball and Haikyuu. I think those ones entice me the most and I'm excited to see how far I'll dive into the sports anime genre and how quickly I become addicted to this genre. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Chibit and Chill the Anime Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've learned something. I definitely have. Down in the show notes, you'll find links to all of my Etsy shops, my social media and more. My Etsy shop is full of anime merch illustrated by me. Chibi style artwork that's cute and features a range of merch, including phone cases, prints and much more coming very soon. And on there, you'll find anime characters from a bunch of your favourite series including Sailor Moon, Attack on Titan, Black Clover, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen and much more. Be sure to follow the shop on Etsy and you'll be notified of every behind the scenes photo, every sale and every new product launch. If you're a mega fan of anime then why not check out my brand new Patreon monthly subscription club. 
there are three tiers of membership chibi fan chibi super fan and chibi mega fan with each tier being better than the last each month for one cost you'll receive free prints free downloads and much much more including exclusive behind the scenes videos photos and more of how i create my prints and anime themed artwork if you'd like to receive exclusive updates and anime themed goodies every single month delivered straight to you then why not check out my Patreon? The link's down below. I'm sure you'll love being a part of the Chibi Weeb fan club. Sometimes finding a birthday card or an occasion card can be a boring task. However, I have some anime themed cards on my thoughtful.co.uk creator profile, which is found in my links on social media. Over on Thoughtful, you'll find a bunch of anime themed cards such as Studio Ghibli Happy Birthday cards and more with my range being updated regularly. Each card is processed by thoughtful.co.uk with shipping being fast, quick and efficient. You can shop my anime themed cards over on my Instagram with my links being over on there. Just search Chibiweeb Anime and you'll find me. Thank you so much for listening, thank you so much for checking out the podcast, it really does mean a lot. Please do leave a rating and a review down below. It really does support the show and it's free to do. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next Friday. Have a great weekend. If you're a subscriber or if you're thinking of subscribing or starting the free trial on Apple Podcasts, I'll see you on Sunday for the next episode of the Chibi Peace exclusive Apple Podcast exclusive episode on Sunday. Thanks, guys. Bye bye.